Welcome to Plan a Happy Life. I'm your host, Stephanie Fleming, creative entrepreneur and happiness activist. I'm on a mission to create a happy life movement. Each week, I'll be joined by my daughter, Kayla, for some honest conversations about how you can plan your happiest life yet. So what are we waiting for? Let's get happy. Hi, Kayla. Hey, Mom. And hello. Welcome back to all of our listeners. I am so excited about today's topic. This episode is one I need to listen to, one we needed to record. Even though I'm feeling a little under the weather today, I'm excited to start diving into habits and how to make changes that actually last. You're going to have to help me out a little bit on this one, Kayla. All right. I got you. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So let's let's talk a little bit. Number one, the Christmas holidays, the holidays in general, it's over now. They've passed. How do you feel about that? Good. I get a little a little holiday blues after like the, the day after and then I'm fine. I get almost like a big sigh of relief. Like, oh, I, I think I almost anticipate and get excited about the end of the holidays as much as I do the holidays themselves. There's something that's renewing for me about, oh, okay, like all that hustle and bustle is done. We've had great memories and great times with family, hopefully. And now I can put the stuff away and I can get back to like, let's go to, you know, regular life. So I get there eventually. You do. Yeah. Probably maybe a little bit later than me. Yeah. I'm like literally the 26th, maybe even the evening of the 25th going. Oh, no, no. Uh, no. Not for me. Okay. Well, so something else we're doing is we're getting ready to head up to Utah. We're going on a family vacation with like the big fam. The big fam. Like everybody's going. Everybody. Dodo. Well, except for Tyler. Tyler um, can't make it. Okay. So, not, so everybody. not everybody. Not everybody. But, but a big chunk. A, a big group of us going up to Utah and we're going to have a little bit of time. And I am really pumped up because I'm bringing my stuff to get started for the happy and healthy challenge that we talked about in the last episode. I'm deciding on my wellness planner. I have two. I'm deciding on my disc bound or my book bound planner. It's the same wellness thing or the same wellness layout. But I haven't decided one is really easy and portable and the other one gives me the flexibility to like add a bunch of things and photos and so oh is it weird if I bring them both well you want to say yes don't I want to say yes why don't you should do the book bound since it's like you haven't done anything in a book bound yet okay. and then what like you could if you didn't end up if you wanted to switch to the disc bound you could like rip them out and punch, punch them. them all right well that's my big dilemma today is deciding on which planner I'm going to use and then which one I'm going to take. I'm also completing my worksheets from the last episode, episode seven, and I'm getting ready to go, getting ready to pack, go on vacation and get started on my intentions and are we saying resolutions or no? We can. All right. Well, whatever we're calling them, (laughs) intentions, focus of 2020. I'm really kind of pumped up. So let's, let's just dive in then and start to talk about what we are covering today in the episode, which is habits. And we, so the title of today's episode is The Power of Habits, How to Make Changes That Last. We are going to take a deeper dive into the idea that habits are the key to successfully fulfilling our intentions and achieving our goals. We talked a little bit last episode about doing something different because only 8% of the people stick with their resolutions through the whole year. And that means that 
that 8% is doing something different. And that means that for the most part, when we're doing our New Year's resolutions, there's something that we need to be changing because it's not sustainable. And creating habits, I believe that creating habits is the key to success here. And so we're going to talk about that. Motivation and willpower are great, but habits are really the key to success. So if you haven't listened to episode seven yet, I highly suggest you go back and listen to that one first. We shared our thoughts on a new way of setting New Year's resolutions. And then there's a worksheet that goes along with it that you can kind of visualize what you want for the new year. And then this episode is kind of a follow-up to once you've decided what it is you want and what those goals are that you want to achieve. Now you're going to talk about how do we create habits to make those changes last. So the goal here is to set intentions with purpose and to create a plan of action that will have us in that 8% of the people who stick with the promises they make to themselves on January 1st. What was our hashtag we were using, Kay? 8% club. I did do some research because when we talked about it, we thought, oh my gosh, what if we thought, that sounds so great, 8% club. And then we thought, you know how the internet works. Like social media could be like, oh, that sounds so wonderful. And then go. It means something totally different. You know, somebody would, you know, send us a DM and it would go, do you know what the 8% club is? So it seems safe. Okay, Okay, good. Yeah. So we want to be in the 8% club. So. Okay, let's start like as we often do by defining habits. You want to define the habits, Kay? Sure. Kayla, I co- you should just so you know. If you don't know now, I will probably we have a lot of <clears throat> nicknames for people in our family, and every once in a while, like we call, we told you about Dodo. We call my mom, and I probably have about. This is such a sidebar, but I probably have about how many nicknames do I have for you? Countless. I, I don't know twenty. Oh yeah, 15, at least twenty. So. K, Kayla. K. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose people by just, like, who's, this? who's that? Who's K? I mean, that's not that far off from my name. So I don't think people will be too f- confused. Yeah. But it's, it's not that confusing, but I just thought I would, you know, take a really long winded explanation <laughs> on why I call you K. All right. So, so confusing. <laughs> well, I, you know what? The next time I call you like Buggy or Lizzie uh, there or you go. You'll, they'll know why. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about why don't you define habits for us. Okay. So according to Britannica.com, they say a habit is defined as any regularly repeated behavior that requires little or no thought and is learned rather than innate. A habit which can be a part of any activity ranging from eating and sleeping to thinking and reacting is developed through reinforcement and repetition. Okay. So basically a habit then is when behaviors become automatic, right? I think you said in there, it's um, it requires little or no thought and it's learned rather than innate. So mom, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of habits? I always think of every time I hear habits, I think of bad habits. Oh, I don't know why, but I guess growing up, I was, um, always just kind of thought about habits in terms of bad or negative behaviors, negative actions that we've allowed to become habits. Like, Mm -hmm. Like smoking. Like that's a bad habit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he has a really bad habit. Biting your nails, maybe cussing, watching too much TV or overeating or over drinking. I just always see it in like the negative. Yeah. I don't know. I if mean that, that yeah. Is that just me? No. It just doesn't seem like we always say, Oh, that's a really good habit that that person has. That's a really healthy habit. But I feel like the process of developing habits or nurturing and cultivating the habits. It's the same thing, the same process, but 
we tend to see them in the more negative states. So it's almost like bad habits that you need to break. In last episode, we also talked about kind of reframing our resolutions into not having a negative connotation, like don't do this and do less of that and reframing our intentions in a more positive light. Like I want to eat more vegetables instead of stop eating, you know, fast food or whatever, whatever it might be. Exactly. So I do think that's kind of the first thing that jumps into my mind. And so again, with habits, I think we need to shift the way we see them and not necessarily look at the bad habits we need to break. I mean, unless you really need to. Totally. Like if if one of your bad habits is smoking, I mean, that, you know, probably is one that you can say, I need to quit doing that. That's a a habit that I would like to break. Right. But there are probably some other things where, you know, you could probably switch it out for something. Yeah. I would like to create a habit that might take that place. Right. And you know what else? I wonder... This is just, you know, I'm just spitballing here. (laughs) But I'm wondering is if you do something like if you have a bad habit that you'd like to break, maybe you can also balance that out by creating a healthy habit that can maybe eventually replace it. So maybe if you are a smoker um, and you want to quit smoking, maybe you can also develop a habit of um, changing your behavior to you know, I want to go out on a walk. So every time you want, you know, you have that trigger, and we'll talk about that in a second, um, that you feel like you want to start something that's more positive. Totally. So, so it's not just about don't do this. It's I kind of imagine that Um, <laughs> this is so funny and all so weird. You'll get a picture into my brain is, you know, on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. you know, the you know the mom oh, that, the, that the he aunt. dresses the or aunt. the oh the, you're moving with your auntie yeah, and uncle and Bel Air that one <laughs> you can see her like <laughs> pointing her finger and wagging her finger at you like yeah. you're in big trouble mister uh-huh. my great grandmother used to do this is so oh, generational uh, she would I'm trying to do I'm trying to explain my um my hand motion that I'm making right now it's a you have your two index fingers and she like would be like shame 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 on you she'd like brush off her yeah. like one finger yeah onto the other and it was like a ooh, like tisk 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 like shame on you you know and i think that's the something we want to change so you're not like it's not shame on you you bad person you have this bad behavior it's like okay there might be something in your life that you need to you need to shift but um we all have them so no shame on you um (laughs) and we're just gonna we're gonna we're going to create some new and happy and healthy habits to get us the things that we want. Okay, so you just spitballing. Let me just make sure I have it correct. Your spitballing is saying the exact same thing I just said. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I told you I don't feel good. <laughs> no, you probably so tell it, said it up. more eloquently than I put it. But oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making this all up as I go. You know um, what? Just the thought that just popped into my head. This it's was what Kayla said so one profound. minute ago. I'm sorry. That's such Fine. a mom thing to do. That's kind of the beauty of having a podcast with your mom slash your daughter mm-hmm. is that, you know, we need to call each other out. Sorry. Gotcha. Moving on. <laughs> okay. So just call me out if I do it again. Now I'm a little, okay. now I'm a little afraid. No, you're but fine. There's a book called The Power of Habit. The author, and I'm probably saying his name wrong, is Charles Duhigg. Does that look right? D-U-H-I-G-G. Duig. Duig. I might yeah. be butchering it, and I'm sorry. Sorry, Charles. Um, but he introduced a concept called the habit loop. And 
let me walk you through it. I did not make this up. Okay, so the habit loop has three parts, the cue, the routine, and the reward. So the cue is anything that triggers the habit. So it could be a time of day, it could be an emotion that you feel, um, it could be a location, it could be other people that come into your life. So anything that like, let's just say when you come home from work, your trigger is, I'm going to have a glass of wine. So your cue that triggers what you're doing, right, is coming home. It's a time of day. It's you coming home. And then the routine, which is what you do following the cue, is having the glass of wine. And the reward that you feel is whatever it feels like, you know, I feel relaxed or you're getting something from that behavior. So let me ask you, Kayla, mm-hmm. the cue, can you think of anything that you do, a habit that you do that's cued by something? One I could think of really quick is brushing my teeth in the morning is a habit I do every day. And you're <laughs> I'm sure cue, everybody does, but, but my cue would probably be waking up and getting out of bed. So you, right. So it's you the don't, first thing I do. You don't think about it. You don't go, okay, nothing. Like we, I think, oh, where did I hear this? What was his name? The guy that wrote the book, Happier, Tall Ben Tall. Shahar. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you don't need to have like motivation and willpower. You don't wake right. up in the morning and go, all right. okay, all right, yeah, Kayla, all right, you know, get all pumped up for your, <laughs> we're going to do this. We're going to brush the teeth. Oh, yeah. You don't need like, I don't need the to muster up, up the, no, I don't need to hype myself up, like get myself. No. <laughs> okay, you're going to do this. You can, you can do it, Kayla. Like, come on, you got willpower. No, you brush your teeth every day, twice a day. And it's just natural. You don't think about it. The cue happens, you wake up in the morning and you brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. I can think of mine, which right now, when I'm at work, I have this habit of about three o'clock. I'll look at the, you know, I'll look at the um, clock and I see that it's three and I think, oh my gosh, something about it thinks I need coffee. I'm tired because I, that, that, I think it's kind of probably both the timing and then the fact that I'm feeling a little tired at about that time of day. Mm-hmm. And so that cue triggers my routine to go get coffee. And I don't even think about it now. It's just kind of like, oh, it's that time. Get my coffee mug, go into the, you know, the kitchen at work and make coffee mm-hmm. or go get coffee at Starbucks or something. But there's a and I do that often enough. It just starts to become a habit. It's not one that I particularly like. I've also had some really good habits around that same thing is by taking my water bottle, my big hydro flask, mm-hmm. that 40 ounce thing, is that I will take it in the morning, fill it up 40 ounces. And then the cue for me is when I've finished drinking my 40 ounces, I go and fill it up again. I need to do that three times. And because that becomes a habit for me, when I'm drinking water, then I'm also not as tired. And so I'm creating a, a healthier habit. Um Nice. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the um, reinforcement. The, Good job. Yeah, I appreciate your <laughs> your appreciation. Um, so your cue, the routine, and the reward. And let's talk about, um, so because basically the routine is what we're doing is the habit. It's the behavior and the action. We don't really need a explanation for that. But let's talk about the reward, mm-hmm. shall we, for a moment? <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes I feel like when we're in maybe a negative habit loop that it's that reward that's keeping us in that doing them. Mm -hmm. Because maybe if you feel stressed out or lonely or sad or whatever it is, and the reward that you temporarily get from doing something like 
maybe having a glass of wine when you come home from work or eating something or smoking maybe or whatever it is where you feel like, oh, I deserve this because I'm, I'm having a hard time. That reward can also be negative. So we need to kind of change that up because I don't know when I'm having a hard time with something, I that reward sense that comes from like whatever your brain releases is a dopamine or yeah yeah again we we're scientists so totally so um, that's definitely it <laughs> yeah but whatever your brain <laughs> whatever releases you and if you feel good and you feel taken care of and you know that's what kind of keeps us on that on that loop but yeah because it's not necessarily the reward that might be negative it's that routine yeah it could and, be positive or negative but well and it also could be very short-lived the reward that you feel when you eat something and of course, like I'm speaking from experience, this is why I go straight to eating. But it's like, if you feel like I want to be comforted by, you know, macaroni and cheese, not that that's, you know, a, a wrong thing all the time. But if you just feel like, oh, I'm going to be comforted by home style comfort food, and you eat the mac and cheese, and it temporarily, you feel good, it feels like warm and cozy. And then I feel bloated. And I don't like that because I was I was trying to fill a void with something that wasn't really going to take care of what was wrong. Does yeah, that make sense? Totally. Okay, so that's kind of how you can get in a habit loop and a cycle of bad habits. But we can also turn that around and create happy and healthy new habits that will reach our goal. And when we come back from our quick break, we're going to discuss how we're going to use the habit loop to do just that. We'll be right back. This episode of Plan a Happy Life is presented by Michaels. Make creativity happen. Okay, welcome back. Let's dive right into how we're going to use what we know now about what habits are, how they work, and now we're going to figure out what we're going to do to create our own healthy habits. Okay, so I want to start off by a quote by John C. Maxwell, and he says, You'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. I know of so many people who are successful, who have really healthy, strong daily routines, almost like rituals. Mm -hmm. And I know that when I have been successful in my life, I have also had a real routine. In fact, I can be really kind of stringent in that routine yeah. where I'm like, oh gosh, I can't do that because it's Monday and I, you know, meal prep or whatever. I don't do that on Mondays. I don't do that. It's like definitely, on, definitely on Sundays. I can't make it. I, I it's, it's Tuesday. Can't it's do Tuesday. It. It's this day. So, <laughs> but having that routine, that's what creates habits. I'm starting to get this now. So when Kayla and I were working on the download for the last week's episode and one that actually goes along with this one as well, we wanted to see how long it took to form a habit. And there was some conflicting research on that because I'd always heard that it was 21 days. And I'd always heard that it was six, six weeks. weeks. So I did see that there was like, there's this 21 day myth that somewhere mm -hmm. there was a study. And then, you know, as often happens, somebody comes out with some study and then it just becomes like, urban legend mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's how long there was some truth to the 21 days but it's really not applicable for everything so we did a little digging not that it mean it may or may not take 21 days but here's what we found Philippa Lally a health psychology researcher at University College in London 
published a study that examined the habits of 96 people over a 12-week period and discovered that on average, it took 66 days for a new behavior to become automatic, for it to become a habit. So that was just the average. And obviously, your results vary by the individual. So when they took the average, you want to know what the range was? What? Anywhere from 18 to 254 days. Jeez, that's like, you know. Yeah. Some all across the board. So some people basically just have to think about it and it becomes a habit. And other people it needs to be just like ingrained in their brain, in their like I need to take almost a year DNA. for this one right. habit. Yeah. Right. And so what you need to be able to do is learn from yourself. So this is what we're going to do. We are going to focus on one behavior. We touched on this last episode, but this is what we're going to do. We're starting 2020, January 1st. Here we go. Let's go. And we're going to be doing this for the entire year, but you can really do it anytime. But what we're going to do is we're going to focus on one behavior or action that you want to become a habit. One. One. I, I you know, I am somebody who wants to do more more, more, more. So one is like, well, can I do one? And then there's like a, that's the main one. But no, one, we're going to focus on one behavior or action that you want to become a habit. And you're going to focus on it until it becomes a habit, until it becomes natural, until you feel like you don't need to think about it and prepare and get your, you know, your theme song, your pump up song ready for you to do it. So if you want to go on a walk every morning, you find your cue, Right. Let's walk through it. Let's walk through it then. Okay. Okay. So let's say I want to, this isn't it because I already know what mine is, but I'm going to go through what's worked for me before. I wanted to walk 30 minutes every day. And I knew that walking in the morning works really well for me because I'm tired when I come home and I don't do it. I know it. So the cue for me, what you're going to do is you're going to find your cue, right? I want to walk in the morning. So my cue is waking up in the morning and going out for a walk, period. So at the beginning, it's going to be tough, guys. At the beginning, you're going to go, it doesn't feel like a habit yet. So you might need your fight song. You might need <laughs> that like, okay, you need someone in your camp going, go, Kayla, you could do you this. You need the pump up music. Yes, you need your pump up music. And you're going to do it and you're going to make yourself do it until it feels like a habit. So you find your cue. One that I can do this one's not related to my like 2020 intention, but um, it'll just make me a happier person in general. <laughs> but um, I am going, my one habit that I would like to focus on is laundry. And my routine or my habit that I would like to build is doing my laundry as it comes in. So my cue could be when my laundry basket is I love it. full enough for a load, Yep. then I throw it in. That would be the routine is actually doing the the load of laundry, yep. which sounds so it's like minor. But then my reward would be not having a entire closet pile full of laundry and no stress and no from stress. Going like I need to spend all weekend doing laundry. Yep, I don't need to carve out time in order to be. I'm sorry, like on Sunday, I, my my day doesn't need to be bogged down by loads. You know, f six loads of laundry. Right. Um. Yeah, it's a good one, and I think. That's an important thing you brought up, too, is that this doesn't have to be huge. You know, yeah. if if you're trying to also eliminate some anxiety and stress in your life and laundry is one of those things that, you know, is a trigger for you, you need to 
developing a new habit around getting your laundry done Mm -hmm. is important and it will make a big difference in your life. It seems small. And I know you're like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, laundry, laundry. it will make a big difference if you start to just get in that habit of a couple loads or maybe just like one. Yeah. Well, yeah. One load. Yeah. And I think because then when that happens, when (laughs) when that happens, that's right, it will. um I won't have to, there will be ripple effects, I think, you know, there won't, there will be the stress relieving part where I'm not going, oh my gosh, I have all this laundry to do, or I have to take a day to do it. But when there's something that I'm like, I don't need to like search for something to wear. Mm-hmm. I know that also sounds like kind of dumb, but there's things that I would have to go to or that I would be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to wear or I don't have time to because I don't have time to do a, lo- a load of laundry. Right. So I feel like there will be ripple effects just, you know, on yeah how it'll, how it'll make me feel. I think so. And you know, you build on that too when you feel accomplished, when you do something. Yeah. When something becomes a habit where you feel like, oh, it's just part of who I am. When I was really out there walking and doing that every day and then I would come home, my trigger, my cue from when I would come home from my walk was I made this really healthy smoothie and it was it was just a habit. Go for a walk, come home. I started like I'd push the button for the hot water to come out. I would, it was almost like I could do it in my sleep. And I just felt, it felt good. In fact, it got to the point where if I didn't have my smoothie or I wasn't out going on a walk, I didn't feel quite right. And Mm -hmm. that's the, that's the thing that we're looking for. That's the life. That's the cycle. That's the routine and the ritual that we're looking to create in your life, in my life, in Kayla's life, that is When you took the time from episode seven, the last one we just did, to visualize what you want your happy and healthy 2020 or whatever um, time period you're you're focusing on, when you visualized what that looked like and what that felt like, you are now creating the habits that are going to support that vision and that feeling. And so it may take you all year and that's okay because clearly you are, <laughs> there's people that take, it takes a long time because maybe something, some of the bad habits or the negative habits that you have have really been ingrained in you for a long time and it's going to take a lot of undoing. And we need to be patient with ourselves in the process. No judgment. It's okay. No comparison. If somebody else is like, yep, got it that's it's their that's their journey not yours and so we need to do that so what what do we have on our worksheet is a place for you to write down what is your focus for the month and you can do it on this worksheet you can do it in your planner um you can do it the only thing i would suggest is not doing it in your head yeah because write it down there's something to be said about writing it down i'll probably i'm like a broken record but i we really always believe say that in writing but it's it down. so true it is and writing it down just solidifies something in your in your brain that's telling you to remember this. It's giving it significance. So write it down somewhere, wherever that is. And it could be on a piece of paper. It can be in a journal. It can be in your happy planner. It could be in the worksheets that we have that you can download. But somewhere, write down January, February, wherever you're at, this, whatever. I am going to focus on this is the habit that I want. Kayla is going to say laundry keeping up with my laundry Mm -hmm. by doing these things and then tackle that that month. Then at the end of January, and we're just going to use that as an example, at the end of January, you're going to reflect and you're going to say, okay, how does this feel? Does it, is it still, is it still like, I still have to think about it. Is it not second nature? Does this feel like a habit? Mm -hmm. Now, am I doing this without thinking? If the answer is not yet, 
then you can probably guess what February's habit is going to be. Mm-hmm. Laundry. Laundry. Just keep going. Because what we don't want to do is get in and say, okay, 12 months, 12 habits. Oh my gosh, we got this. So this is what we're going to do. And you're going to, and if you're not quite ready, and if it's not quite a habit, you're not jumping to the next thing. Yeah. That's going to be so hard for me to do. <laughs> if you're not ready to move on, not moving on. Not moving on. Because I'm going to want to go, okay, well, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. So it, but if it's not a habit yet, I don't think we should move on. No. That's what the research shows. No, you keep going until you got it, then you yeah. can move on. Because I've done these things a lot and there's times that I've been successful and if I wrote them down, it's because they became a habit. Mm-hmm. And when I look back and I reflect on the times in my life where I have not been successful and I've kind of, you know, left it up to my own devices and what I thought was best and I moved on before I was ready, not successful. No, we're begging our fingers. Not successful. I wasn't. Because I was moving on before I was ready. What I was doing was not sustainable and it wasn't ingrained. Okay, so I'm super excited. I actually think that to get started, I am going to find a pump up song that's going to get oh, me excited. Dedicated almost, to your habits? Yes, dedicated to my habits. Oh, I like so it. It's almost like that's going to help me with my cue. So mm-hmm. be like, okay, you know what? Because, you know, we're going to need the motivation until we get it to be a habit. Right? Totally. So that, that motivation does help. And music is big to me. Totally. So that works for me. So I am going to get my music and I'm excited to get started and take it up to the mountains this yep. weekend. Mm-hmm. Is it a weekend? Yes. Well, yeah. We start um, on the weekend. Yeah. So, okay. I'm so excited. I'm going to find my happy song too. Well, my happy habit song happy habit song (laughs) um and if you guys um haven't listened to episode seven the episode right before this yet we suggest you do so because i think that will help on this journey as well if you also want to find the free downloads that go along with the episodes head over to planahappylife.com and we'll see you on the next one thank you for listening to plan a happy life you can find us on apple podcasts Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, family, or anyone on their own happiness journey. We'll see you next week.